Hey guys, gals, we, the, they, them, whatever makes you feel sexy. Your girl B here back at you with episode 10 of Strip It Down, entitled Between a Stiletto and a Hard Place. I think we've all been in a place in our lives at one point or another where we just feel stuck, either personally, professionally, financially, whatever it is, you feel like you may not have any good options, or perhaps you have too many options, but none of them seem to be clearly the right one. It's frustrating and it's stressful. I've been through this many times throughout the years over many different things, but something I keep finding myself coming back to and struggling with is what to do when I grow up. (laughs) Through the years, I've always felt like I was trying to make the most reasonable or responsible decision for my kids. I didn't think too much about what I wanted or the future. The whole goal was just to get to the next step, just to make the money to pay the rent and to buy the kids school lunches, etc., etc. Just get through next week and then the next week and so forth. Go to college so that one day it will all pay off. You know, I, I kept my nose to the grindstone and just kept going on and on. But the problem is that eventually time catches up to you and you realize that for all your hard work, you might not have a lot to show for it or you might not really know where it has taken you. I went to college because I was on the understanding that if I did, and I got a degree in something stable and useful, that no matter what, I would always have a job, and that that job would surely, at the very least, be able to sustain me. Because that's the whole point, right? Well, I've learned the hard way, as I know a lot of you have also, that that's not necessarily true. Working your ass off every day, or going to college, or whatever you've done, no longer guarantees you stability, and it's terrifying. (laughs) A recent analysis by Brooking Metro and the Federal Reserve found that 53 million workers aged 18 to 64, or 44% of all workers, barely earn enough to live on. And that's not just the majority of them being young people or students or secondary earners. Two-thirds of these individuals are in their prime working years of 25 to 54, and more than half work full-time year-round. The United Way's Alice threshold shows basic costs of living such as healthcare, housing, and food frequently outpacing earnings, even in families with more than one worker. And while unemployment rates continue to fall, which is great for society as a whole, it cannot carry the load alone. It does no good to have available jobs if those jobs won't support the worker doing them. And I'm not immune to this disparity. Lately, I've been struggling with the overwhelming feelings of hopelessness and apprehension for the future and guilt and regret over the past. I know these are normal human feelings, sometimes, but it just seems to be suffocating lately. The older I get, the more pressure I feel to make some kind of professional change in my career, to start making progress towards a normal adult life or whatever that's supposed to be. But every time I think about what it might look like, I get depressed and disheartened because no matter what decision I make, it tends to feel like the cards are stacked against me and the system is rigged. Even if you go to work to that soulless day job, you still won't be able to support your family. So now what? What's the solution? So this week, I went on kind of a rant the other night on my way to work about my frustration and the whole thing and how scared I can be sometimes. So forgive me if it's a bit disorganized and all over the place, but the point is that it's something that I think a lot of us, especially those of us in the industry, can relate to. That desire to take advantage of this great opportunity as well as long as, as well and as long as possible, but not to stay on the train too long that one day you find yourself at the end of the line and you've got nowhere to go. So how are y'all trying to prepare for the future while still foster your passions? Are you able to support yourself independently or are you finding that that's not as simple as you thought either? Let's strap up and strip it down.
I am headed to work. Super fun. Um, so I'm leaving my house right now, running a little bit late, <laughs> but I'm on the way. So I've been thinking um, a lot lately. I've been having ooh, a lot of issues lately um, going on in my personal life, I guess you could say, with, with my daughter. Um, it, you know, I have a teenager, basically. I have a, I have a 12 and a half year old daughter from my previous marriage, and she is a very precocious child and always has been. She's got a good heart and she's extremely smart, but she's just kind of all over the place all the time. And that's kind of presented itself into a new amount of challenging lately. Um, but that's kind of a conversation for another time. The point is, is that I've been extremely stressed, extremely over stimulated, I guess you could say, trying to do everything you know, trying to work my day job. It's a nine to five day job. And my other job, which is what I do for my husband's company, you know, I'm the CFO. I handle all the invoicing, all the taxes, all the emailing, I do social media, marketing. I handle everything besides building the actual things. And sometimes I help with that too. Um, I can actually build a fence. Not, not too bad. <laughs> but so the day job, my role in the company and then of course working at night you know I still need to be working at least two nights a week to really make sure I'm hitting my money goals or needs for the month um, because we have a lot of bills and all of that on top of I'm still a mother and I'm still a wife so you know the house needs to get cleaned meals need to get cooked clothes need to get washed um, gas needs to get put in cars bills need to get paid uh, people need to get more toothpaste. I mean, just every day, all day, there's never a lack of things to do on top of, you know, the dog is having to, I need to do the checkup on her. And there's a lot of things I need to get done right now. And I need to do, and I've just, I've been thinking about how thin I've felt the past couple weeks. And it's gotten me very frustrated because I've felt this way before. And it was when I was working a day job before and I ended up ultimately making it, you know, me and my husband talked about it and I ended up ultimately making the decision to quit that job and to try to rebalance myself out a little bit, you know, get, get a little more sleep, have a little more time to do the other things I needed to do. Um, so that I could kind of get my, my sanity back in a way, because the problem is that None of these jobs that I get during the day or anything like that are able to pay the bills. I mean, they're just, they're just not. And so it adds this level of stress because they're really not as from a, from a, from an income standpoint, they're really not doing much for our household. And, and that's frustrating because I have a degree. I went to college, like I was told I, I needed to. And, you know, they kind of preach this to you like, oh, if you go to college and you get a degree in something, you'll at least be able to support yourself. You might not be rich. You might not be driving a Maserati, but you'll be able to feed yourself and put a roof over your head because you invested the time and the money in your education and it will pay off. That's kind of the rosy picture that, that they paint for you as you're coming up. And it's not true. It's just not true. Um, I have a degree and with 
I have a marketing degree, and I actually have a generous amount of experience in sales and marketing um, outside the club, because, I mean, if I could use the club, I have a decade of experience, but we all know I can't put that on my resume. So other jobs I've done, other things I could reference, you know, um, references I have as well, are all very good, very positive. Um, You know, I have a decent amount of it. And so I'm not a terrible prospect for an employer, for sure. Um, But it still can only really get me in the $15 to $20 an hour range is kind of where I, I always fall into. And from a lot of people's standpoint, that is a really good job. They're like, that's, that's pretty good. Um, except for when you consider the fact that, you know, after taxes, I still, you still need a second income. And that's kind of, unfortunately, the very real fact for a lot of people in today's society nowadays that you can't, you can't do it anymore. You can't just be a self-enterprising, hardworking person that gets up every morning and busts your ass at work and really does what they need to get done and then be rewarded with stability. That's just not enough anymore. You need a partner to help split the bills. You need a grandmother to help you babysit because you can't afford daycare. You know, there's so many things. It's so hard to be independent and self-reliant nowadays financially. And maybe it's just me that feels that way, but I don't think it is. You know, I, I talk to a lot of my friends. I'm, I'm a little bit more of a complicated case because, you know, I was a single mom of two children for a very long time. And so I had a little bit more hardship than most, you know, and I have student loans because I, I went to college and I didn't have really great credit when I got divorced. So my interest rates are higher on everything that I have. And, you know, so I'm a, at a bit more of a disadvantage than maybe some people are. But um, it doesn't change the fact that it's still a struggle for most people that I know, no matter how hard they work, to have security and have stability in their financial lives. And um, it's frustrating. You know, it's like that, everyone's joking about that 10-year challenge where they're taking pictures of yourself 10 years ago. And they're like, oh yeah, you know what else hasn't changed in 10 years? It's like the minimum wage. (laughs) The average rent in 2009 was like $850 was the average rent. And now it's over 1400. So, you know, that's a big difference in the cost of living compared to wages. You know, wages have remained stagnant while the cost of education has risen almost 3000%. The cost of housing has risen. The cost of food, all the cost of living has skyrocketed while wages have remained stagnant for the majority of the workforce. And it's caused this stress and tension and discouragement among most people and me is I I'm guilty as well and I kind of have this rant that I talk about sometimes with people when we get on this subject where I say you know my theory is that you know we don't really have much of a middle class anymore I don't think you know that used to be kind of the the attractiveness of America was that, you know, we kind of had this really big, really thriving middle class that you could get up, go to work, work your ass off and pay and be comfortable. And that's not so much the case anymore because in order to do that, you pretty much need to make around 50 or 60,000 a year to be comfortable to, you know, do to be able to pay bills and the percentages that 
people are saying you're supposed to be able to pay them in. So for your, for your housing to only be 30% of your income, which is what it's supposed to be, and for you to be able to afford childcare and food and health insurance. And so basically for you to live in a, in a comfortable place, you need to make 50, 60,000 a year. Okay. Um, who's making 30, 40, $50 an hour right now? This is not people that I know. I, I, all I'm seeing are people making 20 and less or like 50 or more, you know, like people making a hundred thousand dollars, people that are doctors or lawyers or investment bankers or whatever, you know, that, that it seems to me as though people fall into those two categories more often than not. You're either in the 15 or less, you know, range where you can still be somewhat comfortable, but it's a struggle or you're above it and you're, you know, you're rich or whatever you want to call it. Um, but there's just not a lot of that being able to kind of float there in the middle with, you know, I'm comfortably able to pay my rent and pay all my bills and still, you know, go out to eat a couple times a month or buy that purse I want or uh, buy braces for my kids or go on that vacation. You know, there's not a lot of that. And that's kind of where I feel as well that I'm having a very hard time breaking this barrier that I'm at this, this wage barrier, you know, no matter how hard I try at the jobs that I get or how well I do or how much experience I gather, you know, I'm just really having a hard time breaking through that ceiling of making more than that. And if I'm not able to, if I'm not able to make more than what I'm making now, I'm not making enough to live off of that alone. So I'm always going to have to work more than one job. And it's kind of one of those things where, if you're working more than one job, you're not, you know, if you're spreading yourself thin, you're not doing well at any one thing. And, and while you're dancing, it's extra hard to convince yourself to be diligent and dedicated and motivated to work because you can make so much money. I can make in one night what it takes me two weeks to make it my day job, you know? And of course that's not stable or guaranteed, but it is what it is. And even on my worst night, I usually make more than I would at my day job. Um, So it's kind of disheartening and discouraging and very hard to stay motivated. You know, when your alarm goes off in the morning, it's so hard for you to drag yourself out of bed and get up and go dedicate yourself to, you know, the whole day worth of work. That's going to be a drop in the bucket of what you need to make when you know that instead you could have slept a little longer you know, um, taking a nice shower, gotten things done you need to get throughout the day, gone into work that night, refreshed, ready to go, ready to hit the floor, ready to make money. And, um, so that's a hard thing to do. But the thing that I'm struggling with right now is this stress and this tension of my fear of not having stability and not having a backup plan mixed in with my I I just have a terrible, terrible habit of refusing to cut off my nose to spite my face. I I always want to think smarter and not harder. I'm a very hard worker and I will break my back to make something done that needs to get done. But I'm always looking for a better way to do it, a smarter way to do it. And so when I know that my time and energy could be so much more effectively invested into just killing it at at the club, it is very hard for me to, to, to keep my heart in my day job. And, you know, but at the same time, then my fear sets in 
of I'm 30 years old, you know, uh, how much longer can I really dance? How much longer will the club be open? Will legal things interfere? Because that's a constant threat with the industry nowadays, constantly threatening getting shut down. Um, so, you know, will, will, will the law shut down my place of employment? Where I, will I not be able to dance from something that doesn't even, I can't even control? You know, will I break my foot tomorrow and be out for six months? Um, well, I just get too old. I, you know, whatever the reason it is, is the fear of dancing being taken off the table by no decision of mine terrifies me and it terrifies me because it makes me feel like I have to have a backup plan. I can't be dumb. You know, I can't be that girl that's like, oh, I'll just do this and whatever and live on a whim because I don't have that luxury. I'm, I'm older. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I, you know, I have people that depend on me. And I can't just float around on the wind. And so I, I convince myself that I need this backup plan. That even though it doesn't do really anything for me financially, I need to have it. I need to have it just in case. I need to have it to build my resume so that one day I will get a better job or whatever. And it's just, it's just so frustrating and confusing. And I don't know. I don't know what the answer is because I came home from work the other night and my husband was actually awake, which never happens because he, you know, works during the day. So he's usually asleep, but he, he said he couldn't sleep. He was up. Um, so, you know, we kind of talked and it was, I was glad that we did because, uh, it was really slow. It was Monday, this is past Monday and it was really, really slow. And I I think I I only made like $160. So I was kind of like bummed. Um, but it kind of got me, I told him, you know, got me on the topic. Some of the girls and I were talking about it at work and I was still kind of thinking about it when I got home about this exact subject. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, the club was dead. I mean, absolutely dead. Hardly anyone in there. Not a lot of girls were even able to tip out. It was just a very slow, very frustrating night. And I still made $60 more than I would have made at my day job that day, which I did work. I worked a double because I obviously I worked during the day and it blew, it blows my mind because now I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I'm cranky and I'm going to get to sleep for three hours and then get up and do it all over again tomorrow. And then it's like, why am I doing this to myself? You know, why? And he agreed. He's like, I know I agree with you. My husband is very supportive and he, he, he's like, I tell you this all the time. I don't know why you were trying so hard to prove something. I don't know what you're trying to prove. I don't know what you're trying to prepare for. You know, he's like, I work. I'm not going to let anything happen to you or the girls. You work. You know, he's like, if you don't want to work during the day, then don't. And I'm so thankful that I have his support and all that, but it doesn't make me really feel any better or any less conflicted because I still feel guilty. Um, you know, I, we're, we're, it's drilled into us. Like this is not a career. This is not a future. This is a temporary thing that people do to get somewhere. It's a means to an end, you know, or it's a party or whatever you're using it for. The consensus consensus is usually the same that this is not a long-term thing. You know, you got to get in and get out and make the best of it while you're there. And so the smart girls, you know, air quotes, the smart girls should have a backup plan. They should have something else they're doing. They should be in school trying to get somewhere else or, or be investing money or saving. You know, you should have a backup plan besides dancing. And I thought I did that. You know, I thought I did the smart thing. 
I paid, you know, $40,000 in debt to go to college to get a degree that I thought was going to, you know, pay the bills, was going to get me out of there. Um, I invested and worked my ass off in my husband's company in order to make it to where, you know, that could get me out of there. I thought I did the steps as best I could to prepare to get out of there. Um, now I've not been able to save or invest as much money as I really should have because all dancers tend to be done when we start and we don't save money. And then when we start to realize that we should have saved money at that point, we usually have a lot of debt, which I do. And I did. Um, but I already had debt when I got divorced, you know, my ex wrecked my credit and left me with a lot of, um, debt and I had to pay it down. So I've never had an easy run of money. Um, it's like a debt to income thing. You know, I might make $6,000 a month, but my bills are $6,000 a month. And that's not me living extravagantly. You know, I drive a Chevrolet. I live in the burbs. I don't own a single thing that is designer. Um, you know, not that that matters, but the point is I don't think that I live in extraordinary, you know, over the top kind of lifestyle that I could just scale back and, that would end, that would solve my problems. You know, I, I've done that. I've done the math on that, you know, oh, if I don't eat out anymore, or I don't do this, or I don't do that, or I cut this and I cut that, you know, what would I realistically need to live on? And it's still significantly more than I would be able to make at my day job. So that's not the answer. Um, but so I just get discouraged and disheartened and I'm like, who am I, who am I trying to impress? I know, I know for a fact that a couple of years ago, I absolutely was desperately trying to make my family proud of me and prove my ex-husband wrong and feel superior, you know, to customers by being like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm going to get out of here. I got this going on or I got that going on and be able to call my dad and be and tell him about, you know, oh yeah, I, I got to do this for my job and be proud of it and know that he's not cringing inside and you know, when I was trying to date guys, oh, you know, you got to get out. I got to get a real job so that I can actually get a boyfriend and things like that. And it was all very important to me. But as the years have gone on and I've gotten into a wonderful relationship and I've gotten very independent, very independent, I've realized that like, I don't want to go back and I don't really care what other people think. So what's the point in a way, you know, it's like, I don't care what anyone thinks anymore. I, I, if you, I'm a stripper. Okay. I'm a stripper. And that is what it is. I have a husband that loves me. My family's supportive. It doesn't matter. So I'm over that. I'm over trying to be proud of what I do in public. I, um, don't care what customers think anymore either. So there's that. Um, you know, I, I'm not trying to prove anything anymore. And that makes it very, confusing as far as like, then what do I do? And basically I came home and I told my husband, I was like, you know, I think I've come to the decision that like, I'm just going to dance until I can't. Like I look great for my age. I look way younger than I am. Um, I have energy. I have whatever you want to call it. He's supportive as long as the clubs stay open, which is not guaranteed, of course, but there's a lot in the city and I could bounce if needed to, I could realistically dance for at least another five, five to, to 10 years. And when I think about that, I think about the fact that I'm like, well, if I just really buckled down and really invested my time and my energy into doing that, into dancing three to four nights a week consistently, 
um, making sure I was saving, making sure I was paying things off, you know, really putting my time and effort into doing that and doing that smart, I could get us out of debt and have a very nice amount of savings in a relatively short amount of time. And it's one of those things where it's like, and then if the club closes or I want to quit or whatever, I could go get a bartending job two or three nights a week and make enough money to float us for the rest. And it wouldn't matter. Or I could go back to my office job and get my little $15 an hour job and that would be enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I've come to the conclusion that if I really try to ramp up my dancing the next couple of years and I'm smart about it, that it could set me up into the position where I'll be able to actually quit when I want or do something else when I want or whatever you want to call it. And I don't feel like I'm ever going to get there doing it the way I'm doing it now, which is the way everyone tells you you have to do it. You know, you got to do your time in the trenches. You got to get your little shitty job and work your way up and blah, 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 blah. I'm never going to get where I'm trying to be doing it this way because I have to work both jobs or I can't pay my bills. But because I'm working both jobs, I'm exhausted. And it's like a catch-22 and I don't know what to do. But I also don't know, you know, I'm so neurotic and so, um, like, methodical about planning ahead and having a plan and being smart and all that kind of stuff that I don't know how to rectify within myself and feel comfortable with just admitting to myself, this is what I do. This is what I'm doing. And that's okay. I don't need another plan. I don't need a backup plan. I don't need to do something else. I can do this and be great at this and make this work for me. That's what I want, but I don't know how to feel that way. And it stresses me out and it scares me. I'm scared right now because so I basically I'm in this limbo of, so do I quit my day job and really gung-ho this? Or do I keep doing what I've been doing and just see how long I can take it? What do I do? Um, because my personal life's not going to get any easier anytime soon. There's a lot of changes that are um, going to be coming down the pipe that are going to require a lot more of me than I already have to do. And that's kind of also a catalyst of this conversation is, you know, I have to put my kids first. I have to put my family first. And I can't be a good mother and I can't be a good wife when I sleep two hours a day. And I'm cranky and I'm exhausted and I'm resentful. I just can't. Um, and I definitely can't deal with the extraordinary circumstances that I'm in with my daughter and, and some other personal things that are going on and some health-related things that are going on um, if I'm doing that. So, I don't know. Um, I know this is basically just a rant, but it is what it is. I mean, I th- I'm just kind of spilling my thoughts out about this because I guess basically the whole theme, the point is... As a dancer, and I know I'm not alone, I've spoken with plenty of other dancers about this. As a dancer, we're always under a lot of stress to have a backup plan and get out of there. And I think my question is, if you're a dancer, do you feel that way? Why or why not? And how do you get over that feeling? Do you give into it and you do take the steps in order to, to have a backup plan and do those types of things? Or do you just be a badass and rise above it and keep doing you and not care what anybody thinks some combination of the two you know how have you in your life 
found the balance there because I'm struggling personally um, to find it myself. And I just don't know what the answer is. And that's not a comfortable place for me. But I know I've also, you know, I also realized that I don't think that the corporate life is for me. You you come up, you go through school, and you kind of convince yourself that you're really going to like it. You know, I'm really going to enjoy getting up and looking really nice every day and going to the office and having a purpose and, you know, maybe I'm in sales and I have these goals and I'm going to crush them or, you know, I'm doing my marketing and I'm really making a difference in my company and it's going to be exciting and new every day. And then you start to work in corporate America and you realize that it's not like that at all. No one gives a shit about you. No one cares other than what you can do for them. You wake up every morning dreading the drive to work. You wake up every morning dreading sitting at your pathetic desk that smells like window cleaner in the fluorescent lighting that makes you tired and dealing with people that mistreat you and discredit you at every turn and feeling very dissatisfied. And I know that's not everyone's experience, but it's a lot of people's and it's definitely been mine. Um... And I've realized, I I just, I don't want that. Even if the money came, which I hope it would at some point, you know, even if I was able to work my way up to the level I need to be at um, professionally to make what I need to make to live, that's still going to be my day-to-day reality. And that's not, that's miserable. And I don't think I want that. But then what do I do? (laughs) You know? Um, you know, it's like, find your passion, find your, you know, well, my passion is writing. I I've always loved to write. I always wanted to be a writer. I, I wanted to write books and, and change the world and blah, 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 blah. But you know, when I got married and I had kids and I had responsibilities that kind of went out the window, that wasn't practical, that wasn't responsible. So I didn't do it. And I try, I try to, I try to write on the side when I have time and do things like that. But as any creative knows, that's not how you get shit done. And you'll never be great half-assing it. But, again, I don't know how to feel good about or confident throwing all caution and all reason into the wind and just saying, fuck it, I'm going to dance. I'm going to make as much money as I can possibly make as long as I possibly can. I'm going to take all that extra time that I have for myself and I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to start to write. I'm gonna. I'm going to dedicate you know, more time to the things I want, to the things I want to accomplish. I'm going to grow my husband's business. I'm going to do the things that I want to do and I'm going to feel okay about it. And I'm not going to feel guilty about it. And I'm not going to feel like I'm not doing what I need to do for the future. I want to feel that way, but I don't know if I do just yet. Um, and the, and I will say the, the day job that I have right now, I am very thankful for because my boss is great. He, 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 it's not as bad as I was making it out before. That's kind of in my other jobs, but he's really, really great. And the whole company is very close and very, they're all really nice to each other and all very, you know, respectful and all that. And, um, I don't hate what I do necessarily. Um, but at the same time, it is extremely unfulfilling, extremely just tedious and mind numbing. And it's, it's not getting me anywhere either. So by no fault of my boss or his company, because they're great, it's just not what I want to spend all day doing. And obviously, yeah, most people don't like their jobs. Most people don't want to do what they have to do, but they have to do it to make money. And I just think that it's like, you know, I've been given this wonderful 
opportunity through dancing to not have to do that. I have been able to have flexibility in my schedule and have the chance to make a lot of money. And I, you know, I've been given all these opportunities and all these resources by being a dancer and I've just never appreciated them or taken advantage of them like I should have because I've been so worried about trying to get a real job, you know, be a real adult, do real things that I don't think I ever made my dancing live up to the potential that it has. And now I'm realizing this at the end of my career, you know, with all this regret and guilt. And I don't know what to do with it. So, yeah, that's my TED Talk thought of the day. I mean, what, do you, what are y'all's thoughts on this? I asked on Instagram before a couple, a couple weeks ago. I think I did a poll and it was kind of one of those, you know, do you think that you should always, you should explore your passions or work for stability? And the vast majority of people said you should, you know, explore your passion and try to do what you love. And that's a beautiful sentiment. And I think we all feel that way, but who actually does that and how? Um, Cause I know a few people, I know a few people that have absolutely gone for the balls, you know, done it, jumped in the deep end, given, you know, their passion and their their ambitions, they're all and have killed it and they're doing great and they're living their best lives. And I am so proud of them. And I am, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud of them and I admire them and I want to be like them. But I would say that most of us are not always in that position to do that. You know, we don't have that luxury, whatever. Um, so I feel like it's all a beautiful notion that we're going to do what we love and change the world, but we're all just kind of sheep in the pasture because we want to eat grass. And if we, you know, if we jump through the fence, we don't know where the next pasture is going to be. And that's hard. It's hard when you're by yourself, but it's really hard when you have a family. And I think that's where it is. I would sleep on couches and I would eat ramen noodles and I wouldn't give a shit about myself if it was just me. If that's what it took to try to find myself and find my passion and find my calling. But... I want more for my kids and my husband and my family. And so I want to maintain a certain level of comfort and security for them that I don't know how to do any other way. So yeah, I'm torn. I'm stressed. I'm, I'm confused. So I guess you guys can stay, stay tuned to see what I do. I'll, I'll update you to see if I end up making a decision about this or not but for right now it's just kind of swirling around in my head and and we'll see what happens thanks guys Ooh, yeah so i know that's a lot to unpack but it's important nonetheless I know I'm not the only one that's struggling to find a balance between personal fulfillment and life's responsibilities, not to mention if there even exists the ability to live up to them. So these are things that we all must figure out, I guess. But thank you guys again for joining me this week. I'm beyond humbled and excited that anyone actually listens to my ramblings, but I'm really grateful and I hope that you'll continue to tune in and to spread the word so that I can rant to even more people. So please, please, please be sure to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review the show. And don't forget that you can call in to be a part of the show and I might feature your question or comment on an upcoming episode. 
So just go to anchor.fm slash bstripsitdown slash message and leave it there for me. Or you can email me at bstripsitdown at outlook.com or on Instagram or Facebook. And also I uh, had someone let me know that it was a little confusing. The Instagram and the, um, well, the actual podcast is called strip it down b strips it down is the email (laughs) but until next time drink more water have more sex and go the fuck to sleep Mm -hmm.